Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, My Talk Over 7 1, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this very pleasant Monday afternoon. Cat Video Festival, hard to believe it's a week from Thursday. That other month is starting this that, week. That's right. Thursday begins a new month. I already said month. the word for the fair. Yeah, I know. I broke it down. Now, we just are reminding you of this because ticket prices do go up. After Wednesday. Okay. So get your tickets oh, today or tomorrow. As of Thursday, the prices are going up. All right. So get those tickets for the festival. Okay, so big shout out to Neil Justin, who I do love reading in the Star Tribune every day, whether you read online or in the paper. I like to see what his critics' picks are. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it, welcome to Shark Week. It officially started oh, last night. Oh, oh. And we he, he's recommending, it's on Discovery Channel. Yeah. I've already DVR'd the Josh Dumel made for Discovery Channel a movie. The of, shark movie? The shark movie. I love a shark movie, but he's recommending The Sharks of Headstone Hell, which is, because there's, you know, they repeat some of the programs. Of course they do. So, but this is a documentary which stars a team of creatures who've gotten used to feasting on carcasses oh. discarded by cattle ranchers on a smiley island off the coast of Australia. Cow lovers will want to avoid... <laughs> This Watching at all this, this yes. bloody footage at all costs, but that's what it's called, the Sharks of Headstone Hell. It just sounds horrible. Oh, I love I don't you love Shark Week? No. Oh, I no? do. I no, do. and it's happened in New Smyrna Beach. There was a shark bite. Just this weekend. And in Jacksonville. And yes, the there hot was. surfer came out of the water after he got bitten. Oh, was in the arm. he ever hot? He was so oh, hot. Oh my god, he was beautiful. Came out of the washed off his arm and went to the bar. Yeah, it was a kid on a boogie board in New Smyrna. Yeah, I know. I heard New Smyrna described as the shark it's the bite, shark bite capital, capital of, the, of the world. Really? Yes. I've swam uh-huh. there so many times, wow. it makes me scared. Yep. Okay. It makes yeah. me scared, yep. Then the other thing Neil Justin is recommending, yes. against all odd, director Joe Brandmeier, maybe oh. the brother of Chicago radio personality Jonathan Brandmeier, but he was more than willing to cross state lines to make Small Town Robot a short but sweet documentary about an ambitious robotics team from a high school in Greenbush, Minnesota. Oh. With a population of just over 700 people, the film revels in the kids' underdog status as they head to a national championship in Detroit that is on Twin Cities Public Television at 11.30 tonight. It's a oh, half hour. Cool. It's called Inventing Tomorrow. Or it's yes. called uh, Small Town Robot. Excuse me. I love that. I know. So congrats. Go back to sharks for just a second. Yeah, go ahead, Danny. I don't know if you saw this story over the weekend, but this is only the second specimen found so far. Did you hear about the pocket shark? Uh, no. I really don't want to know. It's five inches long. It's only that That's little? That's it. And it's a shark. Yeah. So Five inches, the pocket how shark. How much of the five inches are the teeth? Teeth, yeah. I, that I, I can't do tell anything. You. We can squish it. But I'm there, not worried about that. Who knew there was a five-inch shark? You can squish, Lori. A five-inch shark? Okay. Okay, now with okay. my fingers, but no. with a fin. Well, ex- I'm like... <laughs> 
She's such a, a rock. You wouldn't even touch it. You would scream and <laughs> run away and say, It's in Julia. the water. How would you even see it? Five inches. They're swimming all around you. I don't know. You're in the sharks of headstone. <laughs> Is that a pocket shark in your pocket? Or are your teeth excited to see me? Anyway. That's a pretty cool story. Well, speaking of sharks, I binged on Veronica Mars on Hulu this weekend. And Made Logan. Logan. You had to go to Hulu. Logan. Yep. The first time we see him I in the new him. Veronica Mars, he's wearing short shorts. He's coming out of the ocean mm-hmm. like a like a, a hot James man Bond kind of a situation, but from blue the sixties, the short trunks. Yes, they were like they. Were the that, kind, those are what are in now. The yeah. kids are wearing shorter shorts. What Kendall wore? Yes, basically. Kendall. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were a child of the sixties, anyway, and he is ripped. Logan has been a marine. Oh, it's all oh, very fantastic. mysterious. It's, it's it, the movie. That no, it's it's series. It's a series. So it's they, eight episodes. I didn't know it was. I thought it was just the movie. No, we already yeah. had the movie. Now we had the eight episodes. Mm-hmm. There's a bomber in Neptune Beach, and Patton Oswalt is in it. J.K. Simmons. It was delicious. It was so. so it was good. eight episodes. Eight episodes. Okay, watched fun. them all. I didn't get to anything on my DVR. I, it was just me and my Hulu and Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, that show is good. But Logan, yeah. I forgot how much I, and we now loved him. loved him in, you know, 38 now. You know, Veronica Mars is all grown up, grown oh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, like you don't feel any compunction about uh, having eyeball sex as he's coming out of Neptune Beach <laughs> in his blue thing. And you're just like, Logan. You know, Nichols or Eccles or whatever the hell his last name was. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh. Is the shaggy, blonde-haired guy still in it? You know who I'm talking about? I he's, know. He's a little on the dumb side. Yeah, no, but but, but her friend Percy, you know, her BFF oh, yeah, from yeah, high yeah, school, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. in it. And, of course, her dad. And Oh, I'm so excited to see this. Oh, you, I was looking all for it, but I couldn't find it, so that's yeah, why. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. So, anyway, that was that was really good. Can I tell people the show that if you like, perce- you know, police detective work, Bosch? Oh, Bosch is great. So, Bosch is a show that when it comes out, Casey and I watch all eight or ten or whatever it is ten. It, in a few days. And they're long. I mean, they're 45 yeah. minutes, 50 minutes. No, so we, we watch just, it. It's we too addictive. Four. It's addictive. It's so good. I love Bosch. That Titus, whatever his Titus name is. Titus Welliver. That's a great show. Donnie, you don't watch it. Oh, sorry, no. It's so good. It's, I know, I just, you're really missing a good one. Yeah. And I love that the is, Michael Conley books. And they're filming season six right now so for Bosch. So that gives me good. So it's still continuing. Yeah. Okay. Well, because there's so many books. Do you know what I mean? Right. Michael Conley. It's like if they ever did a John Sanford thing with Lucas Davenport, they would have endless amounts of material. Right. Or Virgil Flowers. Mm. Kind of surprised more of those having. Have, has anyone heard of Dr. Foster? Oh, gosh, yes. Do you watch it? Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, oh. I've watched Dr. Foster. Okay, yeah. that was yeah. another one I started watching. There's so much good the, stuff out the, there. I mean, and... I watched this Carnival Row thing that you posted, Donnie, with Cara Delevingne and yep. Orlando Bloom, because I am wondering how, what work is he doing? I kind of think it looks good to me. Well, it's an Amazon, and it's a passionate fairy human uh, romance, and um, it... It yeah, it looked. The only thing is that it did. It, there's a string of gruesome murders that are happening, Julia, that are upsetting the fairy human love affairs that are happening down on the harbor. 
<laughs> well, I think I got. We need a good mystery. Yeah. yeah, we need a good mystery. I I actually thought it kind of looked creepy. Good. Yes. Not too scary. Orlando is the detective uh-huh. who's investigating what's happening At, with this the is fairies. Like in the 19- 20s or with something? a refugee fairy played by Carrie Delevingne. And I mean a fairy is an F-A-E-R-I-E yes. as in a, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Tinkerbell. Yes. Tinkerbell was yes. a fairy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't really look like your type of show, but we posted it. Yeah, Dr. I, Foster's, you should check out Dr. Foster because it's about a scorned wo- wo- uh, woman who yeah. discovers her husband has been cheating on her. and Yeah, what, what is that on Amazon? Yeah. Mm, I believe it's yeah. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. It's, it's no, 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 that's on Netflix. 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 Yeah, yeah, you'd both like Dr. Foster. I started watching it because my okay. friend recommended it, right. and good Lord, who can keep up? Yeah, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know, but Amazon's made a deal with Blake Lively and Connie Britton and Lena Waithe, so I'm glad they're getting on board with some ladies who probably have some very strong lena waith created the shy yes. yeah 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 but i feel like blake lively and connie Britton they want to do produce they want to have their own deals because that Smart. way they can act and they can option buy their books and all that oh, all right yeah. we gotta go because it's time for your random thoughts yes it is. you know i saw this story the other day Did you ever notice that you know sometimes i wonder what would happen if and now julia's random thoughts he looks like that puppet i don't know he's had cheeky implants it's just random that's all it is okay i have so many things to go over but first i'm going to start with something that's disturbing and okay at the same time oh dear uh a, a young kid named uh what was his nickname i'll just give you his real name it was kyle um gilsdorf from pennsylvania won three million dollars in the first ever Fortnite video game world oh, I Cup. Saw this this was held at the arthur ash tennis stadium he looked very excited he's 16 years old <laughs> um he was named the greatest solo Fortnite player in the world wow. in, in the first ever world cup finals Jeez. an honor he made three million three million I mean, that's college now just to put that in college to, in an island no but just to put into context, yeah. as a, for a single sport player, um, by comparison, Tiger Woods took home $2 million for winning the top prize in this year's Masters. Wimbledon winners take home a little under $3 million. So are you upset about this? Are you wondering where the prize money came not from? Not at all. I'm, just, I'm not upset yet. Okay. I'm just planning the picture. Okay. okay. I'm not done talking. All right. Okay. So I'm just saying by comparison, I think that's interesting because video games... To have that much prize money for a first time for a first time event is huge. Yeah, and the boy was so happy. Um, he's gonna put money away and buy a new desk. But here's what buy a new desk. desk. That's what he said. (laughs) I hope he buys his parents a house. Yeah, really. But this was where I got disturbed. (laughs) I think they said he's been playing video games since he was three years old. Mm -hmm. Um, he spends eight to ten hours a day gaming. Well, and. And, and it's paid off. Mm-hmm. And he has a set routine. When he starts, probably the first half hour, he just works on hand controls, like hand exercises. like He's doing a video athlete, and that is. is the part you're having trouble. Well, mm-hmm. I have a hard time. He says Fortnite. I just have a hard with screen time with kids, not going outside. Yeah. Like I was thinking this, you know, my kids are gamers. I get this. You know, they uh-huh. want to do it late night and stuff. But um, all I could think about is I will have to discuss this with my one nephew who I know will be beyond impressed and know this kid's name that he mm-hmm. won this thing because he's like, you know, I, loves that Fortnite. Yeah. And he kept telling his parents, mom, dad, this will pay off one day. But I'm just like, I could I don't know how a parent can let their kid play that. But oh, there you go. 
So power I just, is grades. That's what we want to know, no, right? No, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. I don't. I mean, I don't care what his grades. Are. I would have had. Do I care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would have had a hard. No, I just kid. want you to know Maybe that he's been bringing gaming price, is price big. Money home. He, gaming is big, and gaming is here to stay. Listen, they have YouTube camps for kids, tweens, to go to to learn how to be Insta stars. Because, I, unfortunately, it's here I, to stay. Well, I mean, everyone expects to be famous, but I predict there's going to be this whole other thing where people are going to want 15 minutes of privacy. Oh, I agree, Lori, and we're going to give that camp. When that, that Friday when you two were both gone, yeah, there was a survey about what do the, uh, I forgot what the age was, but maybe the age of this kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? The number they all one want answer? to be famous. YouTubers. Yeah, YouTubers. That's yep, what the camps that are. That was their number one answer. <laughs> well, but this is the world that I they know are it is. Don't get mad at them. Don't I'm shoot not, the people. I'm not shooting the people. <laughs> I just care. Whatever the saying I just, is, don't shoot the so, messenger. So, yeah, thank you. so many studies about the benefit of the outdoors and peace of mind. But I don't have to solve everyone's problems. I just have to solve my own. Thank you. Okay, but here is something we namaste. all are going to need to... Namaste is right, Lori. Here's something we're all going to need to pay attention to because it goes into effect this Thursday morning, Ugh. August 1st. All right. Okay, Minnesota. New hands-free dri- driving law. How to avoid a ticket. Here's what's changing. Drivers may not hold a cell phone to talk, navigate, use applications while behind the meal. wheel. That means no calling, scrolling, video scrolling, right. Snapchatting, taking hands pictures, anything. Hands-free means hands There free. are exceptions only for emergencies when you can pick up your phone and call 911. Okay. Okay? Um, what can you do? You may still use cell phones to do all these things, but it has to be one touch... So I wonder how they would discover that or voice activated, but you can't hold the phone. So I don't know how one touch comes in. In fact, I felt like that was confusing. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you pull over to the shoulder of the freeway or roads to make a call? It's it's not a good idea, people. Mm. Pull off the road. Go to the next exit. Nothing is that serious. Okay, so don't use the shoulder to make a call. Don't. Especially on a freeway? Yeah. I mean, that's just just clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if my car has GPS? Integrated navigation and other systems, including in-car screens, screens are exempt from the new law. So some screens you can touch. They usually don't let you touch it when the car's moving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can touch those. Can I use a headscarf or a wrap? Yes, the new law allows drivers to... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hold their phone to their head using a headscarf or something similar. So you could tie your phone to your head. <laughs> what? What? Seriously. I never heard it's going to be the, no, but the oh new bandana. Gosh. 
cell phone holder, holder coming to a CVS near you. So that both of your hands are on, on the, the wheel. wheel. But how you how do you answer the phone if you, you have you have a ear set, Donnie? Yeah, okay. All right, let me just get on. Okay. All right, okay. Okay, right. what yeah. you could be having a very long conversation with someone, and then when you're done, you just take off your thing and wait till you pull over and stop it. Mm-hmm. What about a smartwatch? Because people have functionality on their watches. That's right. They can be used as a watch to tell time, but other functions are treated the same way a cell phone is. So if you're lifting up your watch, talking into it, I disagree with that one, but whatever, that's the law. They want both hands on the wheel. What if I break the law? Drivers caught handling their phones will receive a warning of $50 a ticket on the first offense. After that, it's $275. Drivers who injure or kill someone while holding their phone could face more serious charges once the new law goes into effect. Now, what's the easiest way to comply? Put your phone away. Mm-hmm. Use you can use a single earbud with a microphone, but you can't wear two while driving. You can only wear one. Um, if your vehicle has the technology, clip it in. Use the cable to connect it to your cardboard. Use a holder on your dash to clip your phone to the dashboard so you can use voice automated things, or use a Bluetooth earpiece to connect with your phone while you're in your car. I'm so bad. I actually got a car that had the hands-free thing in it that was good audio because I hated what was on the other car that I used to drive for. I know. I kept releasing, and I love the the hands-free. I got that like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I need a phone. I need a car that talks to me, and that was my that was my my oh, car and heated seats. That's oh, all yeah. I wanted. I know my car doesn't talk to me as well as yours does. Mine goes in and out of Apple Play like every minute. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, know it's where the satellites are or whatever. Maybe it's because my car's a year it, you're newer. Yours is a year newer. Like the technology. Mm-hmm. Does it change that fast? Probably. No, I think it's something. I got to go. Who the hell knows? Okay. Well, that's um, good. I think that's so... I printed it off for my kids. It's going to be safer for bicyclists and motorcyclists and, for and drivers. pedestrians I drive and next drivers. to people weaving. Yes. Just yeah, reading and reading. No, it's just better I was just everybody. reminded about something. Thank Tell you, us. caller, that yeah. I remember reading about this, that the... Uh, uh, the patrol or whatever, some of them are going to be driving school buses. So they can look down. Yes, yeah. they can look down. Yeah, no, they need to bust people's yeah. asses on this. I agree. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And how? And so you- this means at a stoplight too, right? Yes. yes. No mm-hmm. looking down at all. It is really... I need my phone. I got to get my system working better. Yeah, it, it's really... This doesn't work well? I roll in and out of um, oh. mine a lot. Mine is too, just... Actually, too often, and then the internet is never available when I ask for... Can mm-hmm. you ask your car while you're driving directions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a new <laughs> phone this weekend, and let's see... Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, fine. Well, that, look at that. You spent a lot of time educating. Well, this is a big one. And uh, I'm talking to my children, too. Right. I mean, everybody, you, everyone's done this once. Right. But you're going to, it's going to cost a lot of money now. Just looking down, remember, at your phone, would you drive down the freeway with your eyes closed for five seconds? You know who they said is more guilty of this? Who? Older people. Because it really? takes us longer to get around on their phone. Yeah, our oh. reflexes are yeah. slower or something. We don't play all the girls like you around the guys like me to sundown when I come through. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Girls like you love fun and yeah. Me do what I want when I come through. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
being on the cover and she turned them down, but suggested she could guest edit the September right. issue. And that's exactly what happened. British Vogue uh, released the preview last night and the Sussex Royal Instagram released more information. And we have a report from Megan uh, on this whole yes. uh, British Vogue yes. uh, from GMA. Uh, here we go. It's another history-making moment for the new Duchess. Meghan Markle becoming the first ever guest editor of British Vogue. Well, the idea for Meghan to co-edit British Vogue actually came from herself. She'd been working with her patronage, Smart Works, which empowers women back into the workplace. She wanted to talk about ideas that maybe British Vogue could bring to the place and help spread the name of the charity. The issue, called Forces for Change, highlighting activist women, including maternal rights activist and model Christy Turlington, feminist and actress Yara Shahidi, and a candid interview with former First Lady Michelle Obama. The Duchess of Sussex saying in a statement, Through this lens, I hope you'll feel the strength of the collective and the diverse selection of women chosen for the cover. Adding, I hope readers feel as inspired as I do by the forces of change they'll find within these pages. Editor-in-Chief Edward Innenfall hoped the Duchess would grace the cover, but loved the idea of showcasing powerful women even more. Meghan, with this issue, wanted to sort of put across these incredible change makers. The message is female empowerment. And also the message is about sort of staking your claim in the world and being unafraid. And that's why we called it Forces of Change. And that's that's the British editor. And Deborah Roberts, you know, who's married to yes. Al Roker. Yes, yes. She's wearing the dress that Meghan Markle is in that you see her from a video from January when these or whenever she started yes. editing this issue. And Deborah said, I didn't even, she claimed she totally didn't, even didn't know. what was happening. And yeah. the dress is so cute. It's got a little bow on the front. It was really cute. Kind of looked like Chanel. Anyway, yeah. I, I love Deborah Roberts' reports. We've got one more cut on this whole Meghan Markle, the British Vogue um, September issue. The collaboration, something British Vogue was dreaming of when I visited the London office just before the royal wedding and spoke with um, publishing director yes, Vanessa Kingori. Um, she represents a new kind of diversity and modernity. The project growing into much more than a cover shoot. We've been working on this for seven months and the Duchess is very, was very hands-on from the beginning. I mean, she was very involved. I mean, we worked really side by side. She was involved in the choice of photographers, the choice of subjects, um, from the front of the book right to the end. And she did this when she was pregnant, through when she had her baby, and after she had the baby. And the Duchess isn't working alone. Her husband, Prince Harry, also jumping in, interviewing wildlife icon Dr. Jane Goodall. It's a first for royal family members to join forces in such an active way with the fashion magazine. I mean, it, so yeah. it, this all just sounds like so amazing. And that guy we heard talking is Edward Enningful, and he's the British editor. So in his uh, editor-in-chief, like, so he's Anna Wintour yep, yep. for British yep. Vogue. And in his cover letter mm-hmm. that he writes, which I always really enjoy, you know, the letter. I like Jane Haugen Olsen's uh, yeah. from Minneapolis St. Paul Yeah, Magazine. the editor-in-chief, I, always read, I always read that letter. Yep. And he goes on to say that... She had reached out to him, and it all started with this email in January, but he said he shared what it meant to him as a black man to see Meghan become a member of the royal family that he never imagined that it would be someone of my color. Yeah. 
And um, so, and again, the issue is called Forces for Change and the 15 people who are reshaping public life for global good and personally chosen by Megan herself. And it's an eclectic list. I mean, there's a boxer, Ramla Ali, Laverne Cox, Jane Fonda, Gemma Chan, Chan Sinead Burke. Um, let's see, Yara Shahidi, mm-hmm. Salma Hayek, mm-hmm. Jamil Jamil. Anyway, you think how forces this is amazing, you know, it's the first time it's ever been done. And, and the pretty, the sun and the daily mirror are ripping Megan up one side and down they the do it other. Yeah, no surprise. It, but it's uh, here. Throw a hundred mile cordon around Frogmore Cottage. The Duchess is ready for her privacy or for her close up. You have polish up your altruism and prepare to climb aboard and adore thyselves. This time by royal decree on orders from Duchess Meghan. The what cause the is Meghan Markle, and I'm mostly supporting the Me Myself and I Foundation. I mean, they just. <laughs> you, you, it's like it's an alternate u- universe. I hope. I hope she's laughing. I hope so too. I hope she's laughing. Mm-hmm. There's um, something sweet though that about this is um, People Magazine, and I'm going to tweet it out. Michelle okay. Obama gave Meghan Markle advice on being a new mom that left her speechless. What was it? Well, here's what she said: is she um, uh, being a mother? M- Michelle Obama wrote this in her book. Being a mother has been a master class in letting go. Try as we might, mm-hmm. there's only so much we control. And boy, have I tried, especially at first. As mothers, we just don't want anything or anyone to hurt our babies. But life has other plans, bruised knees, bumpy roads, broken hearts are part of the deal. Then she goes on to say that motherhood has taught me that most of the time my job is to give them the space to explore and develop into the people they want to be. Not who I want them to be or who I wish I was at that age, but who they are deep inside. Motherhood also taught me that my job is not to bulldoze a path for them in an effort to eliminate all possible adversity. Yeah. But instead, I need I need to be a safe and consistent place for them to so land. So is this in this British Vogue? Um, is this like this one of the things that Michelle Obama is sharing with yeah, Meghan Markle? It's yeah, probably an essay she just, that she wrote. And she just said she... Oh my gosh, see, I want to get this issue of British Vogue. Yeah, and this, it's just sweet. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. And Meghan Markle wants everyone to know, you know, she is a woman with freckles. And they're usually covered up by all the makeup. Yeah. And one of her big things was, I want to see freckles. I want to see not too much, you know photoshopping on these faces i want to see faces of the people where they are today yeah well yeah i agree but i mean like one of the one of the royal a uh snob people at one of these mag uh, one of the tabloids said uh if um megan said it is quoted uh i thought it would be boastful to be on the cover of vogue well if this was a catty custard pie lobbed at the Duchess of Cambridge, who did appear on the cover of Vogue in June of 2016, well, it landed slap bang on Tierra Target. I mean, <laughs> oh, for, I, they spend, I mean, they are so tardy and sassy and so tabloidy, Lori. It's the thing it, over there. It is unbelievable. Oh, and isn't that darling? Let's give it a go, Megan Muir on the wall, who's the unfairest one of all making fun of the little space where we're supposed to look at ourselves and oh, call ourselves the force of change. Because there's a mirror on the cover in amongst all the faces. Oh, and she picked a little-known campaigner called Jane Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the only one that I didn't know was Christy Turlington because she's on the cover and I was trying to think. And they didn't describe what she's involved with besides being a model. She's the founder of Every Mother Counts. Okay. I didn't know what she which did. Which is an organization and somehow it probably, I bet it has somehow having to do with the the feeding the mom to feed the kid or, you know, yeah, like yeah. something okay. like that. Okay. Helping in third world countries. Okay. So she does that. And I guess we got to watch. Someone said we got to watch Sinead Burke, um, who is a little person. Yeah, I saw that. Diversity advocate and lecturer. Her TED Talk is yes, fabulous. That's what I saw. Anyway, so I, I'm i like, how could anyone? I'm reading it. I'm absolutely delighted. And I just thought, oh, do I dare peek and see all the ways they're going to rip, the, you know, Megan for there, oh, I read one thing. One of the women wasn't a, wasn't the queen. She's the most, she's the force of change that Megan knows. I'm like, the queen can't do it. Harry probably told her, you can't ask my grandmother. No. She's not going to be on Vogue. No. Don't even and, ask and, her. And Talk and to I her think, about her dogs. And I think the Don't thing about the up. royals is they are supposed to ha- highlight other people, not themselves. Yes. And she's a royal. Oh, no. That was somebody was, uh, and one of the tablers was screaming at her that she's insulted the queen. Oh, jeez. I know. Well, somewhere I hope Megan <sighs> and the queen are telling body stories. Well, mostly Megan listening to body stories as the queen is on her fourth cocktail at Belmoral. <laughs> and she has six over the course of the day because she's on her summer holidays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a lot of tramp, tramping around the moors. <laughs> and you need some yes. sustenance. Yeah, it's true. We got to wear those boots. Yeah, you she need some sustenance. She, yeah. she loves working the land and I being mean, outside. Yes, oh I'm my telling you, gosh! That's why I worry about those video game people, Lori. Well, being we, outside is important. All right, but the queen is not insulted that she's not a square on on the fifteen faces of British folk that Meghan helped cast it. Bravo! You know what I mean? Queen would have had her last living corgi anyway. If anyone was oh, going to be my up there, or Lord. let it be, you know, what's her name who played her so beautifully that oh, we're never going to see again, Claire, no, Claire, oh Claire Foy, yeah, oh, yeah. I, they could have got one more year out of that cast. Yeah. They could have. They're not aging up fast enough. Do you know how old Olivia Coleman is going to look compared to Claire Foy? One hundred percent. Fifteen years yeah, older, and she's only like seven years older. Do you know older? that she's in every British show? She is. Every single Rod thing. Church, she's a fa- she's fabulous. She's in everything. Great I see her in everything. She's our friend Mary Shaw. She is. You're Whenever right. I see her, I always feel like, oh, I'm seeing M. Shaw. They have the exact same face, chin, and curly You're right. hair. I didn't think of that. Yes. The, she was in the night manager. Yes. Yes. She's been in everything. Oh, yeah. She everything. was the accountant. Mm-hmm. In so, the night well, manager. Yeah. Or kind of. Kind of the, his handler. Yeah, the handler. Yeah, All right, listen. We come back. Uh, we've got to talk about Richard Branson starting an adults-only cruise line with lots of booze and tattoos. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? You know, Let's Richard Branson does a lot of uh, cool things. He starts things. He finishes things. Virgin Atlantic Airlines. He's going to the Yeah, moon. he's a successful uh, entrepreneur. So anyway, mm-hmm. remember we heard he was starting a cruise line. Yes. Okay. And so he uh, 
Virgin Voyages, an adults-only cruise line. Okay. And the first ship, Scarlet Lady, is the name of the ship, is set to make its debut next year with four- and five-night sailings in the Caribbean to people who are 18 and over. 20 bars and restaurants, no tipping, no special restaurant pricing. Everything is the same price for everybody. Um because on a lot of cruise lines, some of the fancier yes. restaurants, they make you pay a, that's fee, right. a thing. Yeah. So that's a rarity. And so the no tipping, they're going to include working good gratuities, not where the staff is getting screwed, but they're getting a good wage in the overall price. And the signature restaurant, Razzle Dazzle, will feature plant-based dishes and every sailing will have a drag brunch. And there's also a tattoo parlor on board and prices start at $1,400. And uh, here's what he said. Disney already does kids very well, and 99% of the market has kids on board. It's nice because we're completely for 18+. plus. I love this. I think this is going to be very successful. I do, too. And entertainment on the cruise ships is so wildly unexpected with performers so surprising. Uh-huh. You'll never want to assume anything about anyone. Ooh. Yeah. Scarlet Lady. It sounds like debauchery on the high seas I'm in. But it doesn't sound like hedonism where everyone's naked or anything like like that. It's not like that. But it's going to take everything that you know and love about a cruise ship and tip it upside down and around. In In a way that you can't do it when you... I've been on... I mean... I believe when I was on the Radisson Diamond, which was a five-star, three-hundred cabin ship, there were there were some kids. See, completely disappointing. Right? (laughs) Okay, it was the last place I expected because this was such a high-end kind of a thing. But there's already always some rich grandparent who pays for the whole damn family. Anyway, some oftentimes not enough for the kids to even do. No, I know it. And and like a Mediterranean one is not for not kids. Not really, no. Not really. Okay, so it's starting oh. to, you know, you can choose your voyage, yeah. but the first book I think Richard has got something. I agree. So yeah. you can go, they're going to start next April. Yeah. And they're from like... Um, so he's just editing out the cruise babysitters and the kids. for four nights. You get to drop your kids off at the grandparents yeah. and then go have four mm-hmm. or five nights of just... I got to be honest, because sometimes, you know, when you're staying at a hotel, this I don't want the loud music banging in my ears, and I don't want kids. I want to be able to sit and read a book and enjoy myself. And probably on the Scarlet Lady, I bet that there is like... A silent a, a, area where you don't have to be part yes, of the big pool party he, Because crap. you know Richard Branson has done all of the research and... And the money for this type of cruise will be people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, you know. Mm -hmm. And, of course, your lively 70 and 80-year-olds. I don't want to leave those people. I would be the occasional spry 90-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's another. Real quick, it's interesting you say it's 18 plus something. I did not know until recently that the drinking age at sea is 18. Yeah. Not in port. No, that's but why sea, a lot of people will go out to the gamble boats in Louisiana yeah, and right, Florida off right. the coast. Yeah, because it's eighteen. Okay, Julia, please tell me. Okay, Court TV to dive into original programming with thirty-seven part OJ Simpson murder trial docuseries. That just sounds so. I, I don't oh. approve. How many times do we have to go through that and give that man Didn't more we publicity? Just see the Ryan yeah. Murphy that was like a man. Well, 
But there was at the same time another one on it another will focus network. on every week of the 37 week trial. I mean, I don't I know that, that the I appetite is there. It's like. Is the appetite there? No, that's the Hollywood no, speak. No, I think we're burnt out on OJ. Yeah. I think there's a Even general. OJ cons- is burnt out I, on OJ. I, I think we're burnt out on him as a human being. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares one iota about him anymore. Yeah. yeah. Would you please tell me where you think we're going to see the Kim Kardashian kimono? Robes that were stamped with the old name. TJ Baxx and Marshalls. Is that what's what's going to mm-hmm. happen? So she did, after she named her new line of bodywear kimono, mm-hmm. she backed off. It's two million pieces of shapewear with yep. the logo. You know you're rich when you can back off from I mean, that. She yeah. listened to the people. She did. Which is amazing to me. I didn't ever know this happened until I read this story today. The, the two million garments? No, no, I didn't know she backed off from the name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You must have been on vacation. Okay. She backed off that name. I didn't know. The uh, the mayor, the Head mayor, of- mayor of Kyoto, I okay. guess, in Japan. I mean, there were some, some very thoughtful people that kimono, kimono is a recognized form of garment and that it is not to be hijacked and put as right. a brand name. Got and it. it felt so disrespectful. And I she can't very believe much she backed li- off. She very much I'm listened surprised. to it and uh, had a real good uh, statement about oh, that she basically, didn't about it. she did not think about it that yep. way. Good for her. I know. So Well, so she could put a little... Um, Blotch over them? She said no. Well, I bet they're going to do something. Because it's wasteful just not to use all these. They might not, they might hold off on it because knowing Lucifer's homegirl, she's thinking that these two million pieces with the original name. I mean, I'm just saying, Uh I'm thinking like the devil. And I can, I'm just getting a cold storage room wherever you store shapewear. I feel I like it should be I bet she gives them away to people. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be worth. She, I bet she gives them away. I, I, she, she's listening to Kim and they're mm-hmm. in cold storage right now. All right, fine. Because it's all body wear. Yep. You want to retain the, I, I think cool temperature. You think it's cool temperature to keep your um keep the lycra shape yeah okay. and all that seamlessness. So anyway, I don't think we're gonna see it for a while. Nope. Yeah, okay. Um now this one, geez Louise. I don't even know. Mario Lopez brings full security team to access Hollywood. All office. right, let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it's a close his bodyguard set. wouldn't leave his yeah. side. It was I'm gonna so tell you weird. Why. It was it, like the, he was the bleeping president. It's because of the reaction that he's going to this other show to ruin it. Everyone <laughs> on the set of really? Access is mad that, that Natalie, he yeah. that no that he is coming over when they don't need, need him, him, and he's a big ego with a yeah. big head, and obviously he feels unsafe. That he needs to walk around with his bodyguard, which makes people hate him even more. More, because it's already a gated lot yes. and lots of security. He's, he's really, to me, such a, a blowhard. He's a douche canoe. He's a douche canoe. Mm. He's a jackass. Yeah. Well, all right, that too. Yeah. I mean, I and this is 100%. That's an awkward start. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I remember Steve Patterson bringing in bodyguards when he started here. I know. I mean, he really was protected. I, I mean, but seriously, that's a way awkward start, and it 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 
creates hostility from the word go. I, for whatever reason, I can't NBC stand just has troubles with, with staffing. With talent. Why and, are and, they so bad? Letting good people go and... Bad people stay, stay and move on yes. and hiring dummies. Yeah. I mean, they really are not... They do, Lori. Because Billy Bush is going over to Extra. Yeah. I bet people watch Extra. Yeah. Because he's a compelling character. Well, people will tune in to see him just because he's been off TV. and he... But he it was much more interesting than this guy. Oh, I, we always, yeah. always like Billy I, Bush. I, we always thought that he had uh, great I... chemistry. And we were shocked when he got a job offer to go to New York no, and I be know. on the Today Show. Because he was always kind of irreverent and slightly... Had a bit Off of color. a douche begging but us to himself. But he also was honest. Yeah, I know. I liked him. I know, but I'm, yeah. we were shocked that he was yes. going to the 9 o'clock I'm booking my news um, cabin on the Scarlet um, Johanna. The what? The, the Scarlet, Scarlet Princess. Lady. The Scarlet Lady. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm booking it. Yeah, the Scarlet they Lady. They don't give you a lot of information. They want your money. Yeah, I know. That's what All they right. always do. And that story about Meghan and Prince Harry banning the neighbors from speaking to them out at Fargo. That is so not true. That is 100% You can't made up. make eye contact. You can't talk I'm to just, us. You can't drive at night with that, your lights on. None of on. that is true.